everyone. I'm Lauren MacGyver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fight. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I just try to be a good person and a good moment adult. On this week's Teen Mom Time, we're going to discuss Janelle Evans' nasty custody battle, Gary Shirley becoming a police officer, and Tyler and Kate reuniting with their daughter, Carly. Everyone, Lauren is sick today, so we have a special guest, Gina Bakioki. Hi. Hi, everybody. We also have another little guest today, Yoshi. We do. Gina brought in her adorable dog, Yoshi, and he is just sitting on her lap enjoying the podcast. Hi, <laughs> he says hello. He's unimpressed. He's not a fan of Teen Mom. <laughs> he's not? He doesn't watch it with you? I guess he does sometimes, but he's it's not really his thing. He Aww. does like Housewives, though. Does he? Which one? Um, He likes New York. What are we watching right now? New York, <laughs> Beverly Hills, all of those. Is he? Does he watch OC? It hasn't been on since he's been alive or oh, since we had since him. We alive. got him in January, but um, OC Housewives starts in August, so he will definitely be watching that with me. I'm sad he's not going to get to experience Vicki Gunn-Wilson. I know. Well, she's going to be appearing on the show (laughs) just as a friend. She's been demoted, but that's for a different podcast. (laughs) Tell us about your journey with Yoshi today. So I adopted Yoshi in January. I found him on PetFinder.com. He's from a shelter in Georgia. He was a street dog, and he... I just like fell in love with him and I went to an adoption event and I decided he was perfect for me. He was just so chill. He ran right up to me and sat on my lap and I FaceTimed my husband and I was my husband, Tim, and I was like, can we please bring home this dog, please? (laughs) And he said yes. So he came right home with us that day and he's been with me ever since. He is literally the cutest dog. I'll post him my Instagram story so everyone can (laughs) check it out. I'm yes. sure Lauren is super bummed that she's missing him. I know. So many people are out this week yeah. because it's um, like the holiday. And so a lot of people are missing Yoshi's cameo. Um, he has been a little barky in my office. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever bring him back. But I guess it's a slow enough day and it's the holiday. So why not? He's so popular. We were walking to the podcast and literally like 15 people stopped us. And I was like, he, he's very busy. He has a podcast <laughs> to film. He just doesn't have time for this. Okay, so let's go into our top three biggest stories this week. Everyone was shocked when Gary Shirley's wife, Christina, posted that he is a police officer now. I had no idea. I knew that Gary had some side businesses like condoms. Like his condom line. And which, his, he's a cook. Oh, yes. And he made uh, Gary's cookies, yeah. right? So he had that. Um, he, I know he hustles. He has some hu- side hustles. Mm-hmm. But I did not know that he was going to be a police, that he was in training to be a police officer. I mean, that's not easy. I'm sure he went back to school for criminal yeah. justice. He was just never posted about it or made a fuss about it on social media. Honestly, that's smart because don't you need to be a little – like when you're a police officer, are you allowed to post often? Probably. I mean, I think you can post yourself in your uniform because I have you a can? friend whose husband is a cop. And oh, okay. once in a while, not often, mm-hmm. like I don't know, like yeah. pic- there will be pictures of him in his okay. uniform. But he probably did have to stay pretty quiet about it. It's not like he can share about right. his job and yeah. the ins and outs of what he sees. 
But I think it might be kind of a conflict. It's going to be strange when people see him on the street and they're like, it's Gary Shirley, not Officer Shirley or Officer Gary. (laughs) And I think Amber said one time that he owns like five houses because wasn't he like renting them out? I think she's yes, he's a landlord, right? Yeah, so he's just really and he has a farm, right? Right, he has a farm. He has chickens. He has two, um, three kids because he has Leah with him, and then Mm -hmm. he has Christina's daughter, who's not on air because um, her ex husband doesn't like her to be on air, Mm -hmm. and then Emily. So he's really busy. There's a lot of teen moms who don't really do a whole lot, but he's definitely not one of them. I'm proud of him that he's actually making moves and completing them. I feel like so many teen mom stars like start businesses and they always fail. And I feel like Gary's just following his dreams and executing them well. I know. I'm really excited to see, oh my God, there's going to be so many people posting on social media like, I ran into Officer Mm -hmm. Gary. I know. They're going to take a photo with him in his uniform. Yeah. (laughs) There's going to be so many of those around Indiana. But I think Gary's been so impressive. He's one of the most impressive of the teen mom dads because he has stepped it up when Amber was in jail. He took complete custody of Leah, Mm -hmm. and he's just been a really good dad from what I can tell. And it seems like him and Christina have a really good relationship, and they're really good role models for Leah. So Lauren and I always talk about glow-ups, and we always say that Leah Messer is the biggest glow-up of the girls. For sure. Yeah. Who do you think is the biggest glow-up of the guys? We never talk about the guys. Nathan? Yes, that's a good one. Or Gary, but Nathan has really stepped up when he was initially with Janelle on the show. He was kind of a hot mess. A lot of drinking, partying, fighting with Janelle, and Mm -hmm. it seems like he's really stepped up to be a good dad to Kaiser, and it doesn't hurt that he has a really good girlfriend who has a job. She's a mental health counselor, Mm -hmm. right? So it seems like they're really stable, and they're going to give Kaiser the stable upbringing that he needs, especially while Janelle and David are going through the court process Mm -hmm. and all of the stuff they're going through. I agree, because I remember Janelle allegedly accused him or allegedly claimed that he tried to give up rights. He wanted to give up rights of Kaiser. Right. I remember remember that. that? Yeah. It seemed like he was was going to move to London. Yeah, with this girl. But I know he suffers from like PTSD, Mm -hmm. so there's been a lot with that, but it seems like he has that under control or he's in therapy or something. Mm -hmm. So... I think he's been the quote-unquote best glow-up. I I agree. I'm trying to think of someone else, but I feel like he's the best. Well, it's definitely not Ryan. Not Ryan. I was going to say. I was like thinking of Ryan. I was like, nope. Sorry. It's not not funny. It's not funny. But clearly, um, Nathan, I mean, Javi's always been pretty. Javi's always been good. Joe's always been good. Who else is there? Corey's always been good. Yeah. I guess Jeremy has been better, but I wouldn't say it was drastic. I feel like he was always a good dad. Just busy with work. Yeah, I think it would be him. Let's go into our second topic. It was a really big week for Caitlin and Tyler Baltiera because they had a reunion with their daughter, Carly, who was placed for adoption when she was just a um, few hours old, I think. And they finally met with her after two years of not seeing her, which is an insanely long time for children. To I mean, from eight to 10 years old, it's a huge difference. So and they finally had their reunion with her, and I know that they have to keep it private. They didn't do any postings on social media mm-hmm. because Carly's adoptive parents don't allow her to be on social media or yeah, on, on featured TV. on Teen Mom at all. So from what we understand, it went well, but we don't know the whole story, and we're never going to see it because of um, Brandon and Teresa, who are Carly's parents, um, their regulations and guidelines. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll talk about it on the show, hopefully, because I feel like that's what we've been building to 
Right. I'm sure they'll season? we'll see the aftermath. Like yeah. how because how, in the past it's just been like they go to North Carolina or whatever mm-hmm. state it is. And sorry, the dog is being crazy. <laughs> it's okay. Trying to jump around. <laughs> he's getting bored. He's <laughs> getting bored. I told you he's not a teen mom fan. <laughs> um yeah, I think that they we're not gonna see much, but it's we'll see the aftermath of it with Caitlin and Tyler and probably um Nova. And Veda, well, Veda won't talk about it, but yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, but I'm sure Nova will talk about it. Do you think that they'll show it, but they'll just cut, like blur Carly's face? Because that's what they've done in the past. I don't even know if they're going to get that. Yeah. Do you remember last time they went? I feel like right after Nova was born, I don't remember seeing much of it. I mean, it's possible. It probably depends on what Brandon and Teresa want to do. If they don't want cameras around at all, even without catching their daughter's oh, yeah. face, mm-hmm. then they probably can't. I feel like the older she gets, the stricter they're getting. Right. And I feel like it's because, do you remember? I think maybe like last season, she was saying how, Kate was saying how uh, Carly is going through a tough time. And that's why they didn't want them to have that visit. <laughs> Yoshi's now biting the mic. Oh, Yoshi's biting the mic. He thinks it's a toy. Do we have toys for him? Oh my God, I didn't bring any. I'm the worst. He'll, he'll be fine. <laughs> so last season, Kate had said that. They didn't have a visit with Carly because Teresa and Brandon had said that she's going through a tough time right now, trying to figure out who she is. Right. I mean, I'm sure it's not easy to be an adopted child who has famous um, biological parents. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure maybe she's just going through a really hard adjustment time and seeing Caitlin and Tyler would just bring up too much for her. Do you think she like watches Teen Mom? Like when Brandon and Teresa Uh, are like not in the room? I Doubt it. I mean, if it, I don't think 10-year-olds watch TV by themselves I used to watch TV by myself. I probably did too. No, I definitely <laughs> did. But I feel like parenting is different now. I don't even know if she knows that they're on Teen Mom. I mean, maybe not. But mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that's really difficult. And I know that Brandon and Teresa have said in the past, or at least Caitlin and Tyler have said that Brandon and Teresa said that they did not ex- – they expected to be on one episode of 16 and Pregnant. Yeah. They did not expect for Caitlyn and Tyler to become huge reality stars for 10 years. It's so unusual and unprecedented. And mm-hmm. they just, if they could do it differently, I'm sure they would have. That's what gets me mad because on a previous episode, Tyler, I think this was a few seasons ago, where they just weren't letting Tyler and Kate have the visits they wanted. Mm. And Tyler was like, this is what they signed up for. And it was like, not really. They thought this was a one-episode documentary. They didn't think it would blow up into a 10-year Serious. No one thought that 16 and Pregnant was, it was supposed to be just a one episode about different couples and different parents to be. And that was supposed to be it. And it's turned into this enormous franchise. Mm -hmm. It's so insane. No one could have ever possibly saw this coming. Yeah. So although we didn't see photos from the day, Kate did tweet a little bit about it. She said, today is a very special day. We get to see Carly and her parents. She also wrote, Nova and Veda get to hang with their sister. Blessed adoption sisters. So, looks like it went well. It's nice that the three girls got to catch up. <laughs> yeah, it's nice that they got to, um, they got, or Carly got to meet Veda. And yeah. Brandon and Teresa got to meet Veda. Yeah. So, I really hope it went well for them. Me too. And I really hopefully. hope, and hopefully it helps Caitlin with all her healing yeah. from, I know that she said that she hasn't really been experiencing postpartum depression mm-hmm. this time around, but... Yeah. I feel like it must be helping to see Carly, maybe, hopefully. Yeah. So on Monday's episode, they met with their adoption counselor, Dawn. You know, they get some guidance from her once in a while when they need it. 
um, they had asked how they can go about having a better relationship with Teresa and Brandon since their visit last year was denied. And Don had mentioned, like, do you guys send Carly gifts? And it seemed like they didn't really send her gifts or letters throughout the years as frequently mm. as they probably should have. So when Carly was born, they had made a scrapbook for her saying, like, you know, this is Kate, this is Ty, all photos of them. And she decided to make another scrapbook for Carly's 10th birthday. What do you think about that gift? I think that's really sweet. Yeah. It's really important for a lot of kids to know about their history, um, for adopted children especially, where they came from. I know a lot of kids when they turn 18 and they Mm -hmm. have questions, but it's really nice that Carly won't have to ask those questions. Exactly. And she'll already have a relationship with her biological parents, Caitlin and Tyler. Yeah. All right, let's go into our third topic this week. Janelle Evans. Uh, <laughs> again. This, again. The craziest saga of all teen mom time. I think, so for all of you who don't know Gina, she is, se- well, you just say it because I can't say it. Senior Executive News Editor. Okay. So that is Gina's title at RadarOnline.com. Um, so she actually started off, she like made teen mom on Radar. You have been following these girls since the beginning. Yeah, not well. On radar before I got there in 2014, it was covered, but I started covering it when I was at In Touch Weekly back in mm-hmm. 2009, 2010. Yeah. So was right at the beginning of it, and yeah. um, it's people immediately took a liking to it. And I just kind of kept going, and now Teresa, you've kind of taken over the reins <laughs> as the premier teen mom reporter of the world. So, do you think that this is like the biggest teen mom story out of everything you've covered? Yes. Yeah. What could possibly, I mean, Amber going to jail is a really that big deal. That was a big one. She went to jail for like five years. But the fact, there's never been a teen mom who lost custody of all of her kids. Leah? Well, she st- but she still had, she um, still had Addie. like three days, and she still had the kids three days a week. Right, that's which true. Which I think people forget she lost, so they're seven days a week, right? Mm-hmm. So four, he had them four and she had them three. It wasn't yeah. really necessarily losing custody as to just losing was, more time. Yeah. Um, but... Janelle has lost complete custody and can only have supervised visits, which is not good. And Mm -hmm. the fact that they're trying to get them back, but we've heard from sources or your sources that Mm -hmm. this is going to take a really long time. Yeah. So on Friday, we caught Janelle leaving court. They seemed really happy. Um, Mm -hmm. We asked them what happened. They basically said that they get to see Kaiser for his fifth birthday. And they did. They went to either, I think, Doris's house, Nathan Griffith's mom. Mm -hmm. Um, and they celebrated his birthday. Janelle posted a bunch of photos with Kaiser. Ensley was there. Jace was there. And it was just so nice that the judge allowed her to go. I mean, I think it's fair. It was completely supervised. Everyone right. was there. And I think it was nice just for all the kids to get together outside of the CPS. Headquarters. Right. I mean, they've only been all together at court. Yeah. So I think that's really big of Nathan to, you know, welcome David, who he's right. never gotten along with and probably has very hostile feelings about, but yeah. keeps them pretty subdued to allow them into their home or their his mother's home and just have like a nice gathering with everyone. I think that's I think that's great. Do you think this is like a good step for Janelle and David to get the kids back? I don't think it's necessarily going I mean, it's really good that they went there and behaved themselves yeah. and didn't start a fight. <laughs> yeah. So that's good, but I don't know how it's going to necessarily help because it was completely supervised. I mean, I don't know when they'll ever get their kids back unsupervised like mm-hmm. they did before. Yeah. It just sounds 
it sounds like this is going to be a really long process because I don't know if David recognizes that what he did was really, really bad. Mm -hmm. So, well, I will answer that question because on this week's Truth or Tale, you know, a lot of sites are reporting David's testifying, Janelle's testifying. So what's the truth? Um, So a source told Radar that Janelle was on the stand the entire day on Monday and she was also on the stand last week. Um, basically, the source said that she just defended herself the entire time, which I think is typical Janelle. Right. I mean, I doubt she was going to be like, you know what? We really messed up or <laughs> David really messed up. I don't think that's – I've never seen her really admit to ever messing up mm-hmm. so much. I mean, maybe it's happened, but I can't remember a time. But, yeah, it sounds like she just defended herself and defended David most, like, importantly. And I don't know if that's really – not having any remorse for any of their yeah. behaviors probably isn't going to be helpful with the judge. I feel like a judge wants to see her say, yes, we messed up. We did X, Y, and Z, but we are taking these steps to better ourselves so that this doesn't happen again. As right. opposed to her being like, we didn't do that or we did that because of this, you know? Right, or like making excuses. Yeah. like so, so-and-so made David mad and that's why they shot the dog or that's why he shot the dog because it nipped at the ch- – like – There's just a lot of excuses, and I don't think a judge, especially in a CPS case, is going to be very understanding of, or, you know, I think the judge already has made made it clear where she lies on the issue. Yeah, and as Radar broke, you know, they did get a new judge for their hearing. Right. Janelle and David complained that the previous judge was biased. So they have a new judge, and my source said that this judge, you know, no one has a problem with a new judge. Um, The judge is a little hard to read, so it's hard to tell if they're for Janelle or against Janelle. David. Um, but I mean, it seems the custody seems to be doing the battle seems to be going okay. We've seen no like after court fights. So Right. I mean, except for when Barbara and Janelle got into an argument. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean, I guess it sounds like Janelle and David aren't going to be giving up anytime soon. They've been no. going to court almost every day. Mm-hmm. They're actually there this morning. Yep. Um what's today? Wednesday, mm-hmm. the third. Yeah. So um We'll have more details on Radar when we learn of what happened in court today. Yeah. And um, the Ashley's Reality Roundup also reported that David took the stand on Monday, like the last like few minutes. So I'm checking in on sources to see if he'll be continuing today. But I wish I can be in that room to watch David's testimony. Oh, gosh. Um, I can only imagine. Well, the Ashley reported that he basically just fielded questions from his lawyer, which were probably softball questions, probably not very hard. But when um, prosecutor takes – yeah, be the prosecutor for the state, right? Mm -hmm. When they take the stand and question, interrogate David, it's not going to be as easy. And since he's so quick to fly off the handle, I hope that he can keep his composure in court. I honestly think it's a bad call on the lawyer. If he allows prosecution to not interview, interrogate, um, question, question David, I just feel like he he can try to be calm, but I feel like he goes from zero to a hundred very quickly, and he can't control it as we've seen. (laughs) Right. I mean, hopefully they don't, because he didn't have to take the stance. I mean, right? Like I don't believe he had to. So yeah, I mean that was a call that him and his lawyer agreed on. So. You can always, like, plead the fifth. Yeah, so I guess he can do that. Hopefully. I mean, he it has been impressive that he has kept his composure outside of court. Yeah, he's been fine. I mean, we, we've been there every time they have court, and David right. hasn't fallen off the handle yet, so. Yeah, it sounds like maybe he's realizing how serious this is. Hopefully. 
We'll see. But, I mean, we'll be there every step of the way. And it's just so crazy to know that we broke this news of the dog, poor Nugget. Mm -hmm. And this has turned into such a circus. I know. it's. I was thinking that today when I was writing um, the story for Court. I was like, wow. Like, Radar broke the story that the dog— Right. And now it's just exploded into this huge ordeal. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's been so many court dates, so many fights. It's just crazy. And at the end of the day, the real victims are the children. And hopefully they can— Yes. <laughs> Ensley, Jace, and Kaiser, and, and Marissa. Marissa. I mean, yeah. I really hope that they can get a well-adjusted, stable upbringing that they deserve. Yeah, I've said this before, but I think I definitely think that Kaiser should stay with Nathan and Doris and Ashley. I just feel like he seems—you can tell in photos how happy he is with them. Yeah, I mean, at least for now, yeah. until things straighten themselves out. But it's just—it's a really, really sad situation. It's so sad all around, and— you know, we always hope the best for the family, and hopefully the right decision in the end is made. Yep. So, Gina, why don't we recap the episode a little bit since we flew through all of those topics? Yes, definitely. What was your favorite part of the episode? I can say what the most awkward part was. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. <laughs> I thought it was really strange when Amber made an offhand comment about how she was pregnant or could be pregnant and everyone's faces were just in shock, especially because there were children around. It just seemed like everyone didn't know what to say. Even Andrew didn't know what to say. It was just so funny because I feel like if it were like Chelsea Hauska and she made a comment like that, everyone everyone would have been like, oh, what? Like so excited. And I feel like the cameras just like hands in on everyone looking extremely nervous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was more just an awkward I was thinking it was just more of an awkward thing to yeah. say when you're at a family gathering. It just, it was, you know, Leah's. Leah's 10. Like, yeah. she knows what's going on. It was just strange. And I'm, especially because she dealt with her own battle of postpartum depression. Yes. I don't think that's something you can, like, just joke about. It wouldn't be necessarily happy news just because of how, I know she's doing well, but mm-hmm. she really struggled there with her son, James. So, I mean, at the end of the day, she did say that she is not pregnant and she's on birth control, correct? Yeah. So looks like that was just something I really noticed. And I was kind of cringing just it watching was so everyone. Cringe-worthy. Everyone was cringing, just looking really awkward. Um, sometimes reality TV, I'm just like, I, I, this is too much reality for me. I, it's <laughs> too a much. a little too, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, in the beginning of the season, she brought us into her therapy session for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she just was so raw and let everything out and explained how every day is a struggle. And we saw in a scene to next week's episode that her and Kate cry about their mental illnesses and Mm -hmm. they both suffer from depression and anxiety. So I just think that like Amber needs to just focus on therapy and just, you know, just enjoy her time with James, enjoy her time with Leah. There's no rush to have another kid right now. Right. Definitely not. I mean, I just want to, I do commend Amber for coming forward with her bipolar disorder and borderline Mm -hmm. personality disorder. That cannot be easy to suffer from that on camera. That's really great that she's bringing awareness to that. So I commend her for that. I don't want to just sit here and say how awkward the scene was without at least giving her some credit for how well she seems to be doing and bringing awareness for fans Mm -hmm. who might be suffering from the same thing. That's why I was so happy when she filmed the therapy session because I feel like Mm -hmm. so many people were able to relate to her. Yeah, definitely. And um, 
It seems like Andrew is being as supportive as he possibly can. Andrew's great. I'm, like, really happy she's with him. Oh, my God. He, I'm, when she's, like, snapping at him, he just takes it. He just sits there and is understanding. But and that's who she needs. She needs someone who just understands and who, instead of fighting back, which I think Matt did once in a while, mm-hmm. he calms her down. He's able to just take it and just diffuse the situation. Yeah. And I feel like they complement each other so well in that sense. Yeah, he seems like a great guy. I know he's, you know, had his own history of problems, but he seems to be doing well and being a supportive partner for her. Yeah, I'm really happy for them. They seem like a happy family. Yeah. I just can't believe how tall he is. He's so tall. Wait, he came into the office. Did you see them when they came no, in? No, I didn't. Gina, he literally, he's like— He's like 6'7", right? He almost touched a ceiling. It was like Lamar Odom style. <laughs> That's, yeah, terrifyingly tall, especially because we're so short. I can't— and I Amber's know. pretty short, I think. She's like my. She actually is your height, I think. Really? Yeah. No, she's oh really my God, he's small. That's that's so scary. Yeah. Gina's like a few inches taller than me. I'm five zero. <laughs> I'm four eight. So yeah. What's Lauren? I think Lauren's probably five. We're all really short We're, on yeah. radar. Extremely short. It's so funny when we interviewed our new um, reporter. Yeah, a year she's or two also, ago. She's Melissa also small. Is like five one. <laughs> we were like perfect. She fits right in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, also in the episode, we had Ryan Edwards returns home from prison. Eek. Well, from jail. As we know, he was there for breaking probation for past possession of heroin arrest. He was there for six months. Everyone thought that he was going to come home and just be so happy, jump for joy. He went through rehab. He went through prison. He's back home now. He gets to finally father Jagger and be there for Jagger, his son, who Mackenzie had while he was in rehab. Yeah. Finally there for Bentley, but he came home really depressed. So, he, yeah, he didn't want to be on camera. So um, Jen, Larry, and Mackenzie explained it. Basically, his good friend in prison got in, got killed. He got stabbed Ugh. to death the night before Ryan was released. Mm-hmm. He also saw another inmate get murdered, and there was blood everywhere, according oh to Larry. Oh, my God. I can't so. even imagine. I guess maybe I'm naive. I didn't realize there, there were that many fatalities in, so regularly in jail. Um, same. <laughs> I mean, I knew bad things happened, but I thought that was more like serious prisons, not just— I mean, he was—was was it prison or jail? I mean— He was in jail. I, right. I thought so, too. But I, I almost wonder if maybe prison has more security than jail does. Yeah, I mean, I, it's probably like a minimum security facility. So, I mean, that's just really sad, and I feel like that's not going to help someone who's been really struggling with the drug problem and a lot of legal problems— it's just the real victim in this, after all, is, um, well, Mackenzie and Mackenzie Jagger. Mackenzie was crying. She was very yeah, upset. Yeah, Jagger and Bentley. Mm-hmm. And I know Macy was really frustrated with the whole situation, and she was frustrated that it didn't seem like Ryan talked to Bentley in any sort of real way about what happened. Mm-hmm. No, and that's what Macy was really upset about, was that everyone just kind of was like, okay, Ryan's back. And that was it. No right. one had a conversation with him. And I mean, it just, I almost wonder if Benley seeing Ryan was a little too soon because of the mindset that he was in. Mm-hmm. Like him just sitting on the couch, just looking down, not wanting to talk to cam- to producers. <sighs> I think he's just going through a hard time. I think he needs to, you know, go to therapy and just really. Not go back. Not go back, yeah. Not mess up again. Yeah. I mean, that's, I hope that really scared him straight. And he's I think it did. Going to really be on the straight and narrow, stay sober. And by sober, I mean not drinking, not yes. getting mm-hmm. arrested for not paying your bills at a bar. Not going to bars. Not going to bars, maybe. <laughs> at 12 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I remember Macy was just like, I know he's allowed to go out and do things, but why wasn't he with his child or his wife? 
on a random day in the middle of the day. Right. Like, if you just just pick up Ben—I don't know if you can pick up Bentley, but bring Jagger to the park on tw- at 12 in the afternoon. Right. And don't go to the bar. There's plenty of options. Yeah, it just—it's a really sad situation. I just— you know, hope he gets it together. Maybe Ryan will have, like, the glow-up of the season uh, towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not hopeful, but, you know, stranger things have happened. I never yeah. would have thought that Nathan would have his glow-up. Exactly. And he did. Leah, um, too. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> Leah, no one, no one thought that that was going to happen. Yeah. And she seems to be doing so well, mm-hmm. even without Jason and being single and happy. Yeah. So... Let's real. I really hope so, especially for Bentley. I know Macy's at her wit's end with all yeah. of this. She's been dealing with this for ten years. Yeah, I can't imagine how frustrated she is. Same, and it just sucks. So she even said on the episode, she's like, you know, I can't say anything because last time I said something, you know, it blew up in my face. Remember when Mackenzie went on the stage and yes, and you know, uh, read that letter, and the whole family just talked such bad stuff about Macy. So I get why she kind of can't express herself because Mm -hmm. it just isn't worth it I think yeah but hopefully Ryan comes around I hope so I mean he hasn't been he has been good since he's gone out he hasn't been arrested yeah he hasn't (laughs) been arrested in a few months so that's good there we go I also just want to say it was a little strange how Cheyenne was bringing up proposal to her (gasps) boyfriend when they've only been together for Okay. At that point, for a few months, I was just—they were, like, joking about the carrots and the ring size, and I was—that was another moment where I was kind of cringing, like, um, this is not appropriate. Another weird moment was when he was like, yeah, I know we're hoping to um, uh, have Ryder have, like, a little brother. Like, what? what? <laughs> you just started dating him, and there's so much to figure out, and yeah. she's so young. Uh, it just sounds like something— it doesn't sound like a good idea. Especially to bring up in a joking way around your whole family yeah. and your new boyfriend who just met, like, your child and just met your baby daddy and his girlfriend. It was just a lot. And it's long distance. Right. But like he's, he's trying Baltimore. to move w- with her to L.A., right? Yeah, I don't know if he has yet. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, could you imagine? So in the beginning of the season, Cheyenne was so upset that Corey was dating Taylor. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if Taylor and Corey were like, we're in love. We're going to get engaged. We want to have a child. Cheyenne would have been so mad Flipping and upset. Out. Yeah. So I think it's crazy that she's so open about this in front of Corey, especially. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they're co-parenting really well. They always have. Ryder is so cute. She's the cutest. I mean, they're all cute. I know. She is so freaking cute. (laughs) cute. I mean, like, Corey and Cheyenne are so beautiful. It's like they could not help but have the most beautiful baby. I know. I think it was funny also, the part where she was like, you know, I want to do it right this time. I want to be either married or engaged before I have another kid. But don't give me a talk if I do get pregnant before that. It's like, (laughs) okay, Cheyenne. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Her sister was like, oh, God, (laughs) not this again. I mean, we don't know much about Matt. Uh, We know that he's a rapper. I don't even know. Yeah, I think his name is Emacs. That's like his... Uh, you would know better than I. Yeah. So, I mean, he seems like a nice guy. I do get better vibes from, vibes from him than I did with Zach. I feel like Zach was a little, like, controlling. Yeah, and... that situation was not going to work out, and I'm glad that that's done. Yeah. So he seems nice. The fact that he, like, likes Corey and hangs out with Corey and gets along with him is a big sign. It's a big mm-hmm. good sign. So hopefully it works out for them. Yes. On this week's Teen Mom Tease, keep up with RadarOnline.com and OKMagazine.com to find out what happens in court with Janelle and David and the CPS. 
Thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode. Happy 4th of July and we'll see you back next week.